It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Two of the nightcap and the Georgetown Hoyas, who went 0-19 in Big East play, are up at the half over Seton Hall. It's because, actually a great result. Because, based on where it looked like we were headed. Because everything <laughs> makes sense in March. Oh, everything makes sense. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray, a man who can make sense of it all. And you can see his wonderful face. Did I tell you I was down in Florida, a little vacation? Uh-huh. And I was drinking a cocktail, may have been in the AM hours. No, no, no judging on this show. And I look up and whose grill do I see on this screen? But that one right there. Oh, look at that oh, guy. Bradley. This, this ugly mug. Yeah. I'm sorry to ruin your vacation, Murray. But you're everywhere. You're all over the TV screens on uh, on the family, the uh, the Bally's family on Stadium Live on the line. It's it's a fun show. And wait, what's this? It's coming to Vegas, and yeah. and Brad Evans is going to be in our studio. I can't wait. In one yeah. week, is I think that, I'm gonna get a mohawk in I, honor of my guy. Sources told me that. Can you <laughs> confirm the sources, Brad? 
Uh, your uh, information, your intel is is solid. Uh, I will be in studio uh, with you, beautiful gentlemen, uh, this time next Wednesday. We're going to break down all the brackets. Uh, it, it's going to be NCAA Tournament Eve. Oh. So, you know, all the last-minute crunching, if you want to try to win some cash money in your office pool, if you want to get a leg up on some of the lines and all the various movement, we're going to cover all the bases. I can't wait, guys. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. Yeah. Follow Brad on Twitter. I'm excited at, about that. At Noisy Wavos, who will be in Las Vegas. So if you uh, if you are big fans of Brad, like you are of of this show, and, and we are, and we are, so we we can't wait to have him here. I've got to get a money jacket. So he has like this money jacket that he wears. Yeah, yeah. yeah nice. I got to get a money jacket. It's pretty slick there, um, Brad. I, I don't know where you want to go uh, with this. So I'll look at the board tomorrow and. Uh, Let's just, I'll just give you some fresh lines and you can just give us yeah. what you, what do you think? I mean, I don't know yeah. if you fired away. So I've already got four tickets for tomorrow, but yeah, go ahead. Well, you know what? I, I'll give you one game and then we'll get to the tickets that you have for tomorrow. So Virginia tech was just life and death, right? Uh, with, uh, with who was that? Clemson. Clemson. Uh, yeah. Yep. They should have lost, yep. but they hit a buzzer beater. And now they're a pick against Notre Dame. The world's probably going to be on Notre Dame here. I think it's a bad matchup for Notre Dame personally. Um, what did you make of, of of the Hokies today? And, you know, per Ken Palm, as crazy as this sounds, they're the highest-rated team outside of Duke in that conference this year. Uh, so this seems like a spot where the public will probably take the, the higher-seeded team, but it is a, a little bit of a fishy line, as I would say. Yeah, it stinks a little bit, but, you know, Virginia Tech has got its back against the wall. And this is a team that is still very much alive in the bubble conversation, uh, knowing that, you know, you have the awful loss by Wake Forest today uh, to Boston College. Uh, they're among my last four currently projected in at BallySports.com on the bracket, uh, bracket big board. Yet Xavier couldn't make a damn free throw to save their life in regulation. Missed 13 in total. Uh, they fall to Butler in a game they had to have uh, still right now clinging to a spot in the field as a member of the last four. And uh, we'll see what Rutgers can do uh, coming up on Friday with a double buy in the big 10 tournament. Other team that's right there. VCU also in that conversation, SMU, Indiana tomorrow against Michigan. So Virginia tech, another one of those teams squarely on the bubble and they need to accumulate as many quadrant one wins as they possibly can, can muster. And this is going to be a golden opportunity tomorrow. And it's just going to boil down to who shoots the three ball better. Uh, you know that Notre Dame lives and dies by it, and they've been very good in that capacity, shooting 39% as a team, but uh, the Hokies are shooting 37.7% in ACC play. So uh, I, I would side with ET there and a pick them. Uh, just, again, knowing the act of desperation that is needed for them uh, to try to scratch and claw and build up enough of a, a case in the eyes of the selection committee members uh, on Sunday uh, to warrant some at-large consideration. And and I think Notre Dame's going to dance no matter what. If they end up losing, uh, I think they're going to be on the 11 line. If they end up winning, I think at best you're looking at probably a 10 seed. It's just such a may, such a vanilla, such a bland overall resume for the Irish. You follow Brad on Twitter, at Noisy Huevos, and he always puts out his picks. I always love that about you, Brad. You always uh, are putting your picks yep. out there. So let's get to the Mountain West. I'm going to go to the oh, early yeah. session tomorrow. So I'm going to check out Nevada, Boise State, UNLV, Wyoming. Uh, but you've got something that you like in the evening session, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock here in Las Vegas. You got Utah State taking on Colorado State at Thomas and Mack. You're rolling with Mr. Rowdy Roddy and the Colorado State Rams. 
Yeah, guys, and our friend's coming out. Da -da 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 -da. Okay. Da -da -da -da. I I'm laying the one and a half. This doesn't make any damn sense to me. But I saw that line. I was like, uh, why? It, it, what's wrong? Like, uh, it, did David Roddy, uh, you know, like uh, go on a vacation to Antarctica? Did, did they lose somebody? Like, uh, I don't understand this at all. And you might say, well, it's fishy. You got to stay away from it. But uh, I think this line uh, is something to take advantage of. And and I know it's a neutral court setting, but Colorado State, you know, handled Utah State not once but twice in the regular season and convincingly so by what this line is suggesting. I think uh, the lowest margin of victory was six points in those two matchups. You know, this is one of the most prolific offensive teams in the country. Uh, they could really shoot the rock from outside. They get downhill. They attack the 10. Defensively, yeah, there's some flaws there. Number 90 and overall adjusted defensive efficiency. Uh, so that area they need to tighten up, but it's not like Utah State's a bunch of world beaters here. I mean, they can't shoot uh, beyond the arc to save their life uh, under 30% in Mountain West Conference play. So, you know, for a team that can shoot the ball extraordinarily well outside in Colorado State, going up against a largely inept three-point shooting team, uh, despite the defensive inadequacies, I think Colorado State takes care of business. And I think they're going to win probably by eight or more. Like, Ooh. I, Ooh. I'm in, man. I'm all in on the Rams. I haven't projected as a seven seed presently, as long as they don't stub their toe early in this Mountain West tournament tomorrow against the Aggies. Uh, this is a team you don't want to get in your neck of the woods when the draw comes out on Selection Sunday. Early morning game for those of us out here in Vegas, but those on the East, a noon start, a team that is trying to, hey, let me check this out, trying to, punch their way into the field of 68. <laughs> I'll be here all week, folks. Uh, Syracuse, nobody yes. Bayheim suspended for tomorrow's game. He, I mean, he just incidentally just, you know, punched a guy in the stomach by accident. Oh, yeah, incidentally. My bad. Yeah, sure. The My guy bad. got in the way of his arm. My Come bad, on, man. I was, just, I was just swinging. I was just you know, running like this. Uh, but is it still too many points, even without Buddy Bayheim? Is this an overreaction Cuse looked great today, winning by 39 as a dog. I know I saw that you had the Cuse in the first half. Nice winner for you there. Yeah. Uh, is this too many points, though, going up against the Blue Devils? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of a market overreaction. Uh, I, I think this line should be about 11, 11 and a half. And, you know, look, Swider has been sensational, guys. I, I mean, the, he's really the unsung hero of the Syracuse team. And, it, God, what a bloodletting today. I mean, Florida State didn't even show Ooh. up. I, I Look, I tail Florida State in the second half thinking, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, they're about to go on a run here. They can't be like one of 14 from three forever. Well, pretty much forever they were. I mean, it was embarrassing having uh, some bodies back and Anthony Polite and Caleb Mills, they, they just you know, laid down and died. They were remotely competitive. Uh, but yeah, losing Bayheim, yeah, it's a blow. Uh, there's no doubt about it uh, for this team, but uh, I think they have enough firepower. They live and die by the three. They're a very, a very good offensive uh, team, efficient offensive team. At least they proved that throughout the entire year. Defensively, uh, yeah, they got problems. It's Duke. Uh, it's the story Coach K run. You know, it's a game, the first game back, you know, after the disaster inside Cameron, being embarrassed by your arch rival on, you know, all the pop and circumstance, the celebration of Coach K's career. So, you know, they're going to be a little extra motivated. But uh, I think Syracuse, again, with their ability to shoot the three and the way that Swider's just stroking it right now, I will take them in the points here. So you probably should just wait then because – this number's well, got to The public go up, will right? probably move that line. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, Sean, that's a really good point. I jumped in early, and uh, my friends at DraftKings, I thank you for the 10% odds boost there. Uh, <laughs> so toss it out there, had one of those, wanted to grab it early on. 
Uh, but yeah, look, the public uh, spread ticket action here. This could be like a 90-10 spread uh, with the public just pounding the Dukies. Uh, Sean will be one of those individuals, surely. I will not. And so let me let me bring this up, Brad. Uh, yeah. Mr. King, a.k.a. Hypocrite, says, I don't bet on Duke. So what he did what? was he bet Wake Forest, good play, Sean, and UNC to win the ACC. And this guy, his boy, bet Duke heavily to win this conference tournament and he calls himself a duke fan uh, i sean I, you gotta put your money where your heart is and where your mouth is and where your brain is if, if you feel that duke is the shiz and i know you do <laughs> then you need to lay some action on your guys i would love to bet on university of illinois basketball but i live in the state of illinois and I have to physically get my car, drive two hours to the nearest sports book in the Chicagoland area to brick and mortar and place that wager. So I can't wait for the wheels to touch the ground uh, there in Sin City because one of the first wagers I'm going to make is Illinois to win the whole shebang. Well, you know, I love Duke. I love my pockets more. Well, uh, you bet Wake, Wake Forest. I told you this. I sucks. only actually bet North Carolina. I didn't bet Wake Forest. I didn't. I only bet North Carolina. You, what, you, what did you get North Carolina at to take the ACC tournament? 550, Plus 650? 550. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's better odds out. We'll see. We'll see where that motivation is. I don't know. <laughs> they, just, they just won the Super Bowl. <laughs> All I know yeah. is that North Carolina was going on runs, and my head coach, uh, Mr. Krzyzewski, was just kind of sitting on the sideline waiting for hey. the post-game award ceremony. No he timeouts called. No adjustments played, made. As, no. As soon as he said this was, what did he say? This was a massive disappointment or whatever he was. He shushed the crowd. I bet even more on Duke, Brad. I'm like, yes, this team's going to Brooklyn. They're going to be I hope destroying right. teams. All right, Brad, we're out of time. At Noisy Wavos is where you can find him. You can find him on TV screens all over the world on uh, on Valley Sports. And we'll see you next Great week, stuff, sir. Brad. Go Hoyas! Later, boys. See you guys. Yeah, there he is. Brad Evans. It is the nightcap here on VC. This is the nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. The college basketball season is in full swing. Grab a five-hour energy to stay alert to watch all of your favorite games. Or if you stayed up late to see that intense overtime game, take a five-hour energy shot in the morning so you can energize your day. With zero sugar and an unbeatable blend of vitamins, nutrients, and caffeine, it's the perfect pick-me-up for getting stuff done. Go to 5hourenergy.com to find our 15 flavors to choose from with flavors like Grape, Tropical Burst, cherry blue raspberry and more there is flavor for everyone get a five hour energy blue raspberry blue raspberry i like i'm a big blue raspberry gatorade you know what if you ever go to 7-eleven you know like the slushies oh yeah like that blue raspberry is yeah Ooh, little uh i haven't had a slurpee me either in forever but that's what popped into my mind was like and then you like mix them and you put everything in them but the coke one because the Coke one dominates the taste too much. The problem I felt like with Slurpees growing up was you'd always get them in the summer. Mm-hmm. 
And then by like halfway through, it's all melted, and it's just like a. Well, I grew up in Florida, so it's summer year round. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> My thing was the brain freeze because it tastes so good. You want to consume it so fast that you you, you overcook the mouth. Um, halftime at the uh, at Madison Square Garden, we Seton Hall, and Georgetown. Uh, Sean's just got him on the money line here. Yeah, uh, I was a dope, not feeling comfortable, and, and laid the points. I don't know why I did that. that so was, I, I did impulse I, betting is a poor choice. So I did like one of your money line all favorite. Yeah. Parlays. So UTEP is in. They won. Winner. Washington State is in. They won. La Tech is in. They won. Vatech never in doubt. Never in doubt. <laughs> I am waiting on Seton Hall and Virginia money Woo. line. Woo. Uh, Virginia right now in a barn burner against Louisville. 35-33 under 10 minutes to go in the second half. And uh, as mentioned, Georgetown and uh, and Seton Hall. Second half line for those of you wondering on this uh Seton Hall Georgetown game. Seton Hall laying seven and a half, so meaning they would win by four. Uh, four would be the spread. Four or more, if you would uh, like to lay those points uh, with uh, with the Pirates. Actually, five or more would be four and a half, right? Yeah, four and a half. So uh, that is where we stand in that one. Uh, I was hoping to get in on Seton Hall when they were down ten, but they went on a seven zero run to end the half. I'll just stand pat with my. Yeah, I Dumb mean, bet. I don't like what I'm seeing from them, but I mean, they can't shoot any worse. So to only be down three, like, they're atrocious. I got out rebounded by 12. That too. Ugh, gross. Absolutely gross. Um, oh, by the way, uh, this I'm sure this won't uh, be a talking point uh, tomorrow. Uh, LeBron James, uh, at the end of regulation against the Houston Rockets, uh, passed up a, uh, a contested layup from the left side. So I'm sure that will be a oh Ben Simmons Jr. Yeah, he'll uh, he'll be he'll be called a loser for uh, to hammer home your Seton Hall. They're three of thirteen from the three in the first half. Is that good? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, uh, if it, I went out right now, mm-hmm. I guarantee you I can hit more than three of thirteen threes. You know what's funny though? I had a conversation with a buddy of mine. He played like high school basketball. He was like, "I bet you I could shoot better from three than Ben Simmons." I was like, "No, no, you can't." I was like, he, if you got in a gym with Ben yeah. Simmons, he would hit 50% of the threes. Yeah, I'll say from the looks of it, when he posts his workouts, he seems to make a lot of his three-point shots. Yeah, it's a, it's a mindset. By the way, thing. who's Ben Simmons? We only talk about active NBA players. That, yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Um, just, a, just a quick catch, quick update on the uh, on the NBA slate. Uh, we still have a couple games going on. If you uh, if you took the 19-and-a-half with Portland and you felt like, man, that's a lot of points – uh, not enough. <laughs> They're down 28 at the half to Utah. It's 63 to 35 uh, with Utah leading at the break. Denver up on Sacramento, uh, 63 to 51. And uh, in a battle of uh, just studly teams, the Clippers and the Wizards, 41-38, Wiz leading the Clippers. They were a three-and-a-half-point underdog. The Rockets did end up beating the Lakers as seven-and-a-half-point home underdogs. The final score 139-130 in overtime. And uh, once again, LeBron James had a triple-double, uh, but um, fuel for the fire. It's been favorites winning in the NBA today. It's a little different. The Knicks covered and won outright over Stop the Mavs. Winning. I'm, I'm, I'm like terrified the Knicks are going to go on this like The Rockets magical... won outright over the Lakers. The Magic won outright over the Pelicans. The Suns outright over the Heat. Pistons did not win outright, but they covered. So it was actually an underdog day. 
dogs, dog type yeah, of thing. which has not been the norm in the NBA. A lot of these games, the favorites have been holding court. You know, I've been trying to just looking at um, some of these games in conference tournaments, you know, maybe pick up on a trend or two. You know, our dog, I mean, you look at these, let's look at the ACC, all four dogs, all three dogs to this point covered, and two of them went out right now. Once again, Syracuse was a two-point dog. It wasn't anything big, but they were technically, they were a dog. Right. Uh, so, you know, is this our dogs, you know, barking a little bit in these bigger conferences? The Big East, Sean, you had Butler winning overtime as a six-and-a-half-point dog. St. John's, though, they were a favorite, and they won going away. I'll say this, and this will be music to your ears. I think St. John's gives Villanova a tough, tough test tomorrow. Yeah, we'll I think see. Posh Alexander, the way that he guards Colin Gillespie, who was named you know, Big East Player of the Year, uh, whatever that line is. And I'm trying to look it up now. It is, uh, it is St. John's getting five and a half at Westgate, six at some offshore shops. Uh, I think St. John's got a chance to keep that game close. You know, I love to bet against Villanova. I know so. you do. So, I mean, look, I'm, I'm giving you fuel. Yeah. Giving you fuel there. This is, I, I you know, that's going to be a game. I mean, tomorrow, I mean, Seton Hall, this is awful. They, and they just took the lead and just ugh. gave it back up. They, they're terrible. Playing horrendous right now. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Nine and a half point favorite. Never easy. Nope. Not in this tournament. Um, Oregon beating Oregon State 86 to 72 today. They were, uh, they closed. Hey, I got good clothes to live value. You know, that's all that matters. <laughs> I told you not to make that wager. Took nine and a half. All right, Oregon State's a dangerous team, but only in Corvallis. <laughs> they also. They also entered on a 17-game losing streak. But apparently, you need to be on a more than 17-game losing streak. I mean, for the love of God. <laughs> I, mean, I have no idea what Seton Hall's doing, man. I don't know. They just pulled up from three, and it airballed. Like, Kadari Richmond, who's... And, like, each time they screw up, like, they're giving each other dap. Like, it's cool. And you know what? So this is what... This is what Why did I do this? This is such a selfish play. He knew he was getting substituted for. And so he takes a YOLO three. Such a in a one-point game where they've shot, I, I got to look it up, they shot three for 13 in the first half from three. And at this point, I mean, I know you got the money line parlay. So yeah, I'm, I'm not comfortable. I won't that. root them off, but they. Yeah, I, I, I'm not comfortable. They stink. This is a bad performance. And I remember man. I had them in my bad notes. I went back and looked it up, and this is why I took them. Uh, they played Michigan early in the year, and I was like, this is a team that I need to follow. I think they'll win. There's uh, there's no chance. Well, I hope covering. you're right. They're not covering. They're not getting to a 10 I, I think they can still cover, but. Yeesh. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. Yeesh. Um, you know, real quickly, we haven't given them props. Uh, shout out to Colgate, the only auto yeah. bid handed out today. The winners of the Patriot League. The Raiders get it done. They beat Navy 74 to 58. That was one of my only no sweat wins today. That was a nice one. Uh, I had that to close out a three-leg Conference championship parlay. Nice. Bryant, Gonzaga, and uh, and Cole. You, did you hedge? Because I tried to talk you out of it yesterday. I did not hedge. Good. I did not hedge on this one. I, I, was, I tried to talk you out of hedging the Bryant game. Well, I tried to middle that. Right. And it. it and the only thing you could middle there was if you had <laughs> Wagner plus 40. <laughs> no, but I felt confident about Colgate winning this game. Line started to move a little bit against Colgate, but 
I got nervous because Jordan came on yesterday talking about take uh, Navy, that they're going to slow the game down. So They, I, uh, they tried to, yeah. but Colgate was shooting lights out in the first half. So uh, congratulations to the Raiders. They're headed back to the NCAA tournament. 74-58 win over Navy. They win the Patriot League. Uh, if you bet them pre-flop of the tournament, they were about minus 175 was the lowest I saw at Caesars, maybe as high as you know minus $2. Mm-hmm. They were the pretty... Pretty significant favorites, uh, and they take care of business. They beat the midshipmen by 16. So a good win there for Colgate uh, as they head to the NCAA tournament. We'll uh, we'll certainly hit much more college basketball uh, top of the hour. Jim Root, our friend, uh, Jimmy, will join us oh, as uh, there's your YOLO Georgetown's three. Georgetown's hitting YOLO threes on us. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I hope Jim's got some good stuff for us. I need some no sweat games. UNO, uh, UTEP yeah. was no sweat. That was a nice yeah, one. Yeah, they were. UTEP won by 10. That was one of my few no sweats. And, uh, yeah, so I had that last night. Uh, Oregon State lost. I, what am I – why didn't you talk me out of this one? Oh, I talked myself into it. You're talking Jeez. about talk you out of it. Gee whiz. Man. I have them too. At some point – I right. still think they're going to win. I still think they're going to win. I got to know. It's just frustrating for them to play like this. At what point am I going to be able to, uh, to bet them in-game? to try to get back my money that I'm going to lose because they ain't winning by 10. That is for damn sure. It's the nightcap here on Visa. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN and folks get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24 seven streaming daily best bet emails our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only 19 bucks. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game in every round of the tournament. Get analysis from our experts like Hoops Peterson, Matt Humans, Jonathan Von Sobel, and yours truly. We all have had insights on every key team, conference, and player to watch from the favorites to the potential Cinderella. Sign up today to get the betting Guide plus full access to VSIN through April 5th for only 19 bucks. Head over to VSIN.com slash madness. Slash madness. That's, that's today, exactly that's, what's going on. That's what today madness, has been. Pure madness. But today has been, ladies and gentlemen, Georgetown uh, no longer has the lead, but they're hanging tough. Well, they're trying to Georgetown right now. So hopefully we get a good four or five minute run of them turning back into the Hoyas. Be nice. The 0-19 Hoyas. Tell me what's ha- going to happen. They're going to slip, fall, 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 and then boom, back door. But they've been the right side the entire night, so I can't even Yeah, I can't even be. By the way, the, the way the last two days have gone, I'm going to make a significant bet <laughs> on Auburn and Providence to win their conference tourney, and I think I might just sit tight with college basketball. You know? Because this is too stressful. <laughs> this is too stressful. Like, no one seems to play like they should be. College basketball, I mean, man. I've got Seton Hall life and death with an 0-19 Georgetown team. I mean, life and death. Seton Hall is 20-9 and on the year. Georgetown's 0-19 in the conference, and they are life and death right now. So. I, I was just about to say, you know, the bigger conferences are more unpredictable than the mid-majors, but – Iona lost today, and they were 11.5-point favorites. I want to say – Do they get in now as no, at-large? No, 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 no. Wow. They're going to the NIT. So somebody's going to get to beat Ryder by 40 in the first Well, no, round. that was just the quarterfinals. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
we still got a long ways to go before we figure out who's going for the Mac. I mean, Seton Hall looks like, you know, it was like they got their skills taken by you know, what it looks like is stars. instead of playing five on five, they're playing one on five. Good God almighty. Like every player on Seton Hall's team is like, okay, I'm going to take the game over on my own. All right, we'll take uh we'll try to take a reprieve here uh, a little bit uh, from from the college. I was shoots. looking at tomorrow's early morning slate, and I did see a couple of lines that made me go, hmm. Starting with Indiana, Michigan. Michigan's only favored by one and a half in this game. I mean, that line is saying that Indiana is super live. They, I mean, but it's also Juwan Howard's first game back, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, he's back. So, you would think that would be a motivating factor for the Wolverines against a very inconsistent Indiana team? They uh, they played back in January. Michigan won 80-62. to 62. And, you know, both of these teams, Sean, are living, living very, very dangerously. Um, I think if Indiana loses, they're not making the NCAA tournament. I can almost say that confidently. If they win, then it gets pretty interesting. And they've got an opportunity to play Illinois uh, to win that one. Um, so this is this is kind of unique, or not unique. This is fascinating to me because this is a game that, like you said, it's, it's the early game tomorrow mm-hmm. in the Big Ten. And there's a ton on the line. Both of these teams are bubble teams. And if Michigan loses... Next couple days are going to be a sweat. But if they win, I think Michigan's in. Um, so with all that being said, I, I don't really have a, a an opinion one way or the other. If, if you force me to pick it, I'd probably go Michigan. But, yeah, I I, I think I'll, I'll pass on this one. Another game kind of jumped out at me, an early morning game. TCU's been red hot mm-hmm. in the season. Texas They're getting the four and a half versus Texas. It's a 930 tip. Out here on the West Coast, any desire to go TCU money line here? You know, my me and me and Texas have have a, have a terrible relationship. Well, that's like me and Butler. Yeah, like yeah. Anytime I bet Texas, they lose. Anytime I bet against them, they win. Um, you know, and and for those of you who bet them over the weekend, fortunately, I did not. Uh, they had a underdog goes to die situation in overtime. Um, you know, they beat TCU pretty recently uh, at home by nine. Yeah, I, I, at this point, I, I can't pass up the points with TCU. They're playing much better, uh, even though you close out the season. I mean, this is, this is college basketball for you in a nutshell, right? They beat Texas Tech and they beat Kansas. Then they go right, turn it around. I bet Kansas to smack TCU. Mm-hmm. TCU is right there with them, only lose by four. And then they go on the road and they lose to Huggy Bear in West Virginia. It makes no sense. All right. So TCU, another bubble team, probably in good shape. Uh, Seton Hall is just giving the ball right back to Georgetown. I mean, they are a disaster tonight. Um, it would be TCU or pass. Got you. I think I might. You like TCU money line? Just drizzle. Didn't didn't you just say? Just that drizzle. You were gonna bet. You know how you drizzle. <laughs> Sean goes, Sean, I don't know. I'm it's too stressful. Well, it's nine thirty. So I'm gonna have Auburn, I'm gonna have Providence, and then I'm just gonna sit back. So and chill. Set the, you know, it's nine thirty in the morning, so you get up, 
drizzle a little something on TCU money line. Sprinkle, we call it. No, drizzle, drizzle, drizzle. Yeah, and if it hits, now you know. Okay, the it, things are looking better for the day, and then you can trisolate after that. You know, then you can, you know, jump on something, and then if Texas wins by thirty, then you know, just say I'm gonna have a good day smoking cigars and, and watching the games, and I'm not gonna wager. I'm just telling you. All right, that is uh, that's your plan. Yeah. We went from not betting is too stressful to a little drizzle yeah. on the early game. That's right, just see, a little, little. To see how the see yeah. how the day is gonna feel. Yeah, I gotta roll with the the fight in Jawan Howard's. So just tap. oh, I thought you were gonna go Indiana. No, I'm saying like Michigan should win this game. I know. Yeah, so I'm, I may leave that alone. That line is stinky, man. <laughs> and I just don't know what to do with Indiana, like. When they play, when they play at their best, they're actually pretty darn good. They are. Well, Trace Jackson and crew, like they can get it, but Michigan's at their best. Right. They're pretty darn good too. Like I gotta feel like Jawan coming back. Like I don't know. Maybe they like might like being coached under Phil Martelli. Yeah, well, you might be right. I might just leave that alone. <laughs> I am gonna sprinkle TCU money line though, because I'm just not a big Texas. By the way, fan. for your sake, this is a bet against Texas more our- so than. All in on TCU. And for our cigar bet, you should uh, be pulling for Northwestern. Because remember, cigar bet we made yesterday was that Iowa would beat Rutgers. But if Iowa loses tomorrow, you win. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. Rutgers will handle that. They'll take care of my lightweight. You know they're going to be an underdog to Iowa, right? All right. I already talked to Ron Harper and Junior. We're good. Yeah? Yeah. He's trying to get MVP of the uh, Big Ten tournament. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Rutgers, that's the first start. Rutgers has to win that game. Yep, it's the they first step. They have to win that game. It's a tricky spot uh, for them, or an important spot for them. Hey, we were supposed to talk football. Let's talk a little football. Uh, first pick of the NFL draft. Those odds are moving. It is wild to look at where the odds have moved these past couple of days, and all based essentially off of Cam Robinson getting the – uh, franchise, franchise tag. tag down there in Jacksonville. Look at the odds now. I mean, last week, Evan Neal was odds on to be the first pick. And now he is plus 550. And Aiden Hutchinson, last time when we talked to Eric Eager, I think it was like minus 190. It's gone even further in his direction at minus 290. All I would say is this. Don't play it now. Well, because, I'm going to play it because of who I'm playing. Well, yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying don't play yeah. Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, I'm not touching You Aiden like Kayvon Thibodeau. I'm taking Thibodeau and I'm taking Malik Willis. I'm just God, telling you. God, I hope Malik Willis gets number one. You, you, I, have, I have a 75 to one on him. And think about this. Now that Seattle has all the draft capital that they have, and they're already at nine, they can conceivably get to one now a lot easier. Because you're not asking Jacksonville to move from 1 to 20, you know, 21. You're asking, they'll move down eight spots. You know, you throw a, a, another two in and, you know, maybe you're one. Maybe you parlay Russell Wilson into Malik Willis. We're having a party if Malik Willis goes one. I'm maybe. just saying. And We're I'm still telling party. people, Kayvon Thibodeau will and, continue to rise as we get closer to actual draft day. Look, at 15 to 1. Not a bad bet. And all. if you think ultimately that Jacksonville still going O-line instead of getting minus 140, 150 on Evan Neal, you're now getting plus 550. Or if you think they're going to go with Icky. Yeah, Icky, then you're getting plus 750. So now is the time if you felt like you were late on the Evan Neal train or, or the uh, the Icky train, then now is the time to grab it. 
And yeah. I really would like Seton Hall to grab a oh. rebound and a lead. Oh, my God. These guys are the bad news bears, man. They just got a rebound. <laughs> I so wish I was at this threw game. Threw it so out of bounds. Oh, man. Let's rehash the news of the day from this guy next right here on the Nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Join the college hoop action for free with the March Mania Survivor, presented by KFC. Pick winning teams throughout the tournament to outlast the competition and feast on your share of $30,000. Head to DraftKings.com slash KFC dash March dash Mania. Now to play free for your cut of the cash. KFC, it's finger licking good. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm with you, dude. I don't know what's going on. I, I mean, I, hey man, somebody call Seton Hall, man. Gee whiz, Georgia. <laughs> I, I, I really want to turn the subject. Seton Hall just shot a corner three and it hit the top of the backboard. <laughs> they, we have seen them in the past like five minutes of gameplay oh. grab a rebound and go whoa and out of bounds. They oh, just man. all right. So let me just take a look right now at what the live line is, because this is. I might need to go live better too. Good Lord almighty. All right. Money line plus 116. I'm betting Seton Hall. I'm going to try to get my money back. <laughs> and go against me at the same time. Yeah. Thanks. No, no. Seton Hall. Yeah, no. I got. Oh, oh Seton, Seton Hall, Hall money line. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm okay. trying to. I'm trying to get my money back from what I, oh. I'm going to lose on the nine and a half. I mean, goodness gracious, man. Wow, we. Oh, no, that's too much. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Don't oh, trust him that man. much. Don't trust him that much. There we go. Oh, my goodness. All right. I'm placing this bet. All right. Good luck. We're joining. We're jo now I just <sighs> need him to win. Just win. This might be more frustrating. Oh, my Lord. I mean, they have no sense of urgency. They're just saying, this is a normal, like, practice. You know, we're turning it over. So what? Oh. Like, sometimes the coach has to do something drastic. Like, he might need to just take all the starters out and, you know, put the second string in, let them watch for two minutes. <laughs> I mean, it can't do any worse. <laughs> I'm just saying. It can't do any worse. Oh, all right. I'm in. Plus 116. Welcome to Seton Hall. Welcome to the pain train. Yeah. yeah. Well, if 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 this if they do cover, I make a little bit of profit and I get off of the horrendous laying of nine and a half. I'm pulling for you. You don't even understand. That was interesting, though. As as we look, and I have Virginia money line. They are up two. They're on the free throw line. So uh, 4.2 seconds left. If they make both of these, I'll feel pretty good. Uh, the way the day has been going, I'm not sure they they make both. They made the first one, so 
We'll see. That's a good start. Ah. I just tweeted out, I like pain down 46-42. Seton Hall plus 116. Here we go. Let's have ourselves a day. Holy moly. All right. Uh, let's get back to, uh, we're going to talk more college basketball top of the hour with, uh, with Jim Root. But, Sean, I'm still blowing up here. I mean, this is insanity. And I didn't even do anything. You did it. Mm-hmm. So for those of the, the folks who have not joined us throughout the show, this was the tweet that has been making the rounds. Uh, we addressed it earlier in the show, but, you know, as much as we want people to listen to the entire three hours, they're not always here, so let's rehash the news. Hearing if things go well Friday, Deshaun Watson to the Steelers is happening soon after. That's what Sean tweeted out uh, earlier today, a uh, a you know well-informed uh, – well, I, what am I saying? You explain uh, the, the situation, the news so that you received. Deshaun has a grand jury hearing and uh, a de- deposition on Friday. And I have multiple sources uh, that have said if things go well and there does all of a sudden have become clear what his actual off-the-field situation is, that the Pittsburgh Steelers are a likely destination for the current Houston Texans quarterback. Of course, Deshaun has a no-trade clause in his contract, but Pittsburgh is one of the destinations that he said he would be willing to go and play for. So, of course, compensation has to still be agreed to, but I do think Pittsburgh will act fast if the news is good coming out of Deshaun's legal situation this Friday. What do you think – this is a question I was asked uh, on Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, What do you think the package looks like? So – Russell Wilson went for a first and a second this year, a first and a second next year. This year's first was the number nine pick in the draft. The Pittsburgh Steelers are sitting at 20. The Houston Texans all along have wanted a lot in return, rightfully so, for a talented quarterback like Deshaun Watson at his age. So what do you envision? Do you have any intel on what the potential package for Deshaun Watson would look like? I don't, but I would presume that the draft capital that was sent to Seattle from Denver also reflected the fact that the three players that the Seahawks acquired, Drew Locke, Noah Font, and Shelby Harris, none of those are elite Pro Bowl caliber players. You know, Noah Font's a young tight end, 68 catches, you know, a guy that's been productive in a short period, but still a guy that even the, the hometown fan base had question marks about Drew Locke, more than likely will not be the starter in Seattle. If he is, he's an unproven commodity. Shelby Harris, a good young D lineman, but he's not, you know, a a future Hall of Fame Pro Bowl caliber player. So because of that, the draft assets had to be so significant. Two ones, two twos. In Pittsburgh's case, because they have more veteran, seasoned, accomplished players, I think if the player or players included is more significant and more of an immediate benefit, for the Houston Texans, then there can be some maneuverability, you should say, from the draft asset part of the package. You have to also understand, Levy Smith and that organization, they don't consider themselves in rebuild mode. They're in reset mode. Like, this is not Zach Taylor going to Cincy. Levy Smith is not going to get to be 6-25-1 the next two years and still be the head coach of the Texans in year three. So, Lovey wants to get back some assets that can help the Texans be a better football team now. 
uh, as I look down and Seton Hall promptly misses a free throw. Well, they got two of them. Hopefully at least make one. Sounds about right. Uh, Virginia won, by the way. Alex Alexis Yetna, two points. He's one of six on the night against a team that's 0-19 in the conference. He actually is a kid that transferred from University of South Florida. Lost 20 in a row, Georgetown. <laughs> I hope it's 20 in a row in the conference. Well, like 0-19. they lost 20 in a row straight. <laughs> oh, I hope it's 20. <laughs> oh, this would be so tragic. So it, All I'm waiting on, by the way, is Seton Hall money line. I know. Virginia just came home. Yeah. You've got a, a big, uh, what, multi-leg money line parlay. Yeah. Uh, it was UTEP, Virginia, Seton Hall, Washington State, Louisiana Tech, and Virginia Tech. Yeah, and we're just waiting on good old Seton Hall against 0-19 in the conference, Georgetown. And Virginia Tech, by the way, needed a uh, buzzer, Peter. <laughs> oh, up. that was never in doubt. Never in doubt, Sean. Yep. Never in doubt. Never in doubt. All right, uh, final thoughts here uh, as we wrap up Hour 2, going back to the Steelers and the, the possibility of them uh, getting to Sean Watson per uh, your reporting from earlier today. So if it happens, and mm-hmm. still hoops to jump through, a lot to, to to ultimately unfold, but if it were to happen, what do these odds look like? Denver Broncos went from 25-1 to 1 down to 12-1 to 1 when they acquired Russell Wilson. Looking at DraftKings, to win the Super Bowl, 60-1, to 1, win the AFC North, plus 650, win the AFC 30-1. to 1. Uh, Their spots in town as high as 80-1 to 1 on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Do these... Odds get cut in half. What what ultimately happens, Sean? Oh, I definitely think they get cut in half. That's why I actually went out today and placed a future bet on the Steelers to win the AFC North, to win the AFC and the Super Bowl, because if this trade happens, I don't think the odds will be anywhere near this. And you have to understand, if for some reason things don't go well Friday or there ends up being a, a hiccup in the compensation that Pittsburgh's willing to ultimately give to Houston, Pittsburgh still is going to do something at quarterback. So if you think that Pittsburgh's a quarterback away, I mean, I think there's a lot of value, you know, in the way those odds sit currently. I would say 80 to 1 is pretty intriguing. Yeah. Now, I mean, it's a hell of a division. I mean, as we talked about, we, Lamar, you and I are both believers that the Ravens are going to turn things around this year and I that agree. they very well can win the Super Bowl. I mean, you and I are in agreement too. The Bengals are probably a fade. But still being said, they did go to the Super Bowl this year and really had a great chance to win said Super Bowl uh, as Georgetown promptly hits a three-pointer from the corner. Yep. This is Seton Hall's shot selection has left a lot to be desired tonight. They are an have. NCAA tournament team. Oh, I hope, they, I hope they get them and don't let them in. If they lose to Georgetown... I don't uh, think anyone that loses a Georgetown should get in the tournament. It's automatically disqualified. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll keep the college hoops conversation going with Jim Root from the three-man weave next. <laughs> 